Hey lovelies, welcome to the Honestly Mia podcast with me, Mia. I'm so excited to hang out with you each week to share all the fun and not so fun topics of this journey called life. But I'm confident that we will heal, grow, laugh, cry if necessary to become unapologetically free in Christ. The beauty of it is we will do it together. So let's talk. Are you ready? I'm ready. Episode 58, Now What? Unfiltered. Good Monday morning, everybody. It is, oh, oh my goodness, it's not Monday. It is Tuesday, June 1st. Yesterday was a holiday. Happy belated Memorial Day. Do you say belated? Happy, not sure. Um, hopefully most of you guys out there had an extended weekend. I will just say it was much appreciated on my end. Um, yeah, so it's early Tuesday morning getting ready for work. And I haven't talked to you guys since March 6th. That's been, ooh, almost like three months ago. Well, a lot of stuff has happened. I think I think I may have mentioned so I got married a couple of weeks before that podcast. I was recently promoted at work. I have since my husband and I bought a house and we've moved 50 miles away from where I was currently living. And I'm tired. It is June and a lot of stuff has happened. All good things, all prayers answered, all blessings fulfilled, promises delivered, you name it, good stuff. Well, for the past, I don't know, I guess week or so, every now and then, like my mind has just darted back to the time before. And I'm going to do my best to explain this, but I know that there are so many people out there who, by the time this podcast ends, you will 100% like, yeah, girl, that I, I get that. So what I mean about the time from before, not the time when I was, you know, at another job or you know, dating someone else, married to someone else, because you know this is my second marriage, um, or, or any of those things, but the time before when God and I were just God and I, and what the level of intensity and, and excitement that, and contentment that I had with him alone and it's so funny and I'm sure you guys can relate because we're gonna be real honest that you know we spend so much of our time praying and believing and asking and wishing and hoping for something and you fill in the blanks your something may be just like my something um or it may be different but all spending time waiting on something and the funniest thing happens is that when you're done waiting you're like, now what? Right? Because when you when you think back, you put so much time and energy 
into the believing and the waiting and the hoping and the praying and the wishing and the, all of that for something that when it's here, you are grateful. And I sit here, so I want to be clear, in an extreme spirit of gratefulness. Like I have seen some things um, over the past several months that I can't even put into words to describe. I don't think that words are enough to say how excited and, and grateful I am for all the things that God has placed before me in 2021. But at the end of all of that, you stop and you think there's got to be more. So again, I'm going to try to try to try to explain this, not more as in discontent, right? That, you know, I, I look around my house and I love it. It is, it is a blessing that I did not see coming my way in such the magnitude that it is. And it's decorated how I want and everything. Like I, I love walking through here because it, it is, it is beautiful. I love it. It is filled with love and excitement. But those things are things and you're grateful for them and you do not walk around with entitlement but I think about you know when I did a podcast I don't know earlier part of 2019 and I talked about the four walls and I talked extensively about what happens within the four walls sadness excitement blessings prayers you know worship all of that and I was in a different place, like I was in a different house, but it was just as rich in that moment as it is here. And I'm like, man, that's so funny to me that when you get to this place and it's a don't get me wrong, it is a great place to be in when you can sit back and think on just how amazing God is and how he supplied every need, right? Even if we didn't get all our wants, all our needs were met and he always came through and he always showed up and it wasn't in the things, so to speak. It was in those tender moments when I got up early and, you know, I looked around and my circumstances were not ideal, but I felt loved and I felt cared for and I felt um, provided for and the list goes on. And that's something that I never want to lose. And as much as I love my new life and I love my husband and he loves me and we, I mean, it is more than what I, I could have written down on a piece of paper. We'll talk about that another day. It, it still isn't the everything. And I'm excited to know the difference, to know that even in all of those sweet and tender things, nothing can take the place of that closeness with God because it is all consuming. It is enough in nothing, if that makes any kind of sense. So when I when I do my my think back, you know, some of the 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 best moments were not engulfed in an activity or a situation or a circumstance. It was just in the quiet stillness of of a morning where I had my Bible and my notebook. Oh my goodness, it's getting me all emotional thinking about it. And my cup of coffee 
sitting there just like I'm sitting here now. And he showed me things in scriptures that I never knew existed. And he gave me, you know, the Holy Spirit to interpret all those things that seem to be mysteries. And he gave me that encouraging set of scriptures to pass on to someone who I didn't know needed that very thing. But because I had that quiet time with him, I was able to to be still enough to hear what he had to say so I can send it somewhere else. Podcasts were flowing and everything, like group was going, all that stuff. And I didn't have all those things that I have now. Isn't that funny? When you stop and you think about those sweet special moments, they typically were not wrapped up in those things. It was wrapped up in, in being able to see God move in the lives of people that you have been praying for or move in the lives of people that you have been believing that their bodies would be healed in some shape, form, or fashion. So now what? And the funniest thing is that when I was laying in the bed this morning, I literally said, Lord, I never want to forget about you. I never want to forget about the moments when it was just you and I. And in this place of, of, of contentment and, and fulfillment, like I never want to lose sight of you. And it's funny because we all know that 2020 changed our, our, our world, right? It changed how we worshiped. It changed how we got the word. It changed how we interacted with other believers. Like we are, the body was stretched, right? In that we weren't assembling in places as normal. And it gave us also, you know, a lot of flexibility to to hear messages we've never heard before, to to have church in our homes and, and let the spirit flow free. But it also took a little something from us too, right? It took what we considered our normal, but it created a new normal. And one of the things that I've been sitting here thinking about um, for the past couple of weeks is, you know, what what does my new normal look like? My new normal with the intensity and the passion that I had for studying and also being very intentional with, you know, my new first ministry, which is, you know, my home, meaning with my husband, not the physical home, and how to make those two worlds collide. And it's simple. And as I even sit here and say it to you now, it is simple. Put God first, always, and he will create the time, opportunity, space, energy, renewal, and all of that that you need to do all those other things that are before you. And it's funny. It's funny when you when you lose a little bit of that intensity, you start to see things in a funny way. And let me explain. I think we all know that if we leave things at the foot of Christ, it's done, right? He he is asking for us to let go, to believe that when he died on that cross for us, he he took on all the capabilities to do whatever. But when you're not 
consistently spending that time, you will begin to fret over things that you know you have power and dominion over. You will begin to worry about things that you know have already been taken care of. You will lose sleep. You will you will overeat. I mean, you you pick your vice. It will it will be a something because along the way you forgot where your help comes from. Right? Hand raised, can't see me. Finger up, Amy in corner. And it's funny is that whenever I stop, take a deep breath and remember whose daughter I am. And I just got chills when I said it. It all seems to just change for me. And the interesting thing is, is that it isn't just about um, changing the situation or the circumstance. It's about the mindset that's being changed, that's being transformed, that is that is causing the 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 thoughts to come in alignment. We we talked about that in a podcast too about bringing those thoughts into captivity, right? And it just changes. And then you're reminded, it's almost like a light bulb or like something hits you and say, oh right, you know, when I'm when I'm entreating God on these things Everything changes. Everything looks different. It smells different. It tastes different. And I can go on about my day because I've I've decided that I'm not going to be God. I'm not going to do it in my strength. I'm going to allow his strength to handle it. I'm not going to worry and fret over things that I can't control. And it sounds so simple, right? When you're in the middle of a calm place, but even when you get all out of sorts and you remember that he has the capabilities like all power is in his hands to transform that something you begin to just feel lighter right and it's just crazy to me is that it's the now what it's the it's the now what is never forgetting where we came from and always remembering the source, the source of this life, the source of this income, the source of this marriage, the source of this, whatever it is, remembering that. And you can't go wrong. And it's funny. I went a little head before I could insert my scripture in, but I hope this, I hope this scripture makes sense to you in, in regards to our podcast topic, but it's the one that came to mind and it has always been a favorite. And like I say about all of them are a favorite, but it's in Philippians four and it's in verse 11 and 12. And it starts by saying, I am not saying this because I am in need for I have learned to be content, whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need and I know what it is to have plenty I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. And it ends with verse 13. I can do all I can do all this through him who gives me strength. So what I love about that scripture is that no matter what, God is good. I mean that 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 is that is that is to me is interpretation. 
no matter what, no matter if I am newly divorced, single, trying to figure it out, lost a job, whatever, or having the time of my life, God is good. He deserves those three words. He is good. And in my opinion, when you understand that he is good, no matter what the situation, then you can really understand what contentment is. Like think about all the people that you've encountered and you have saw them in the midst of turmoil and they look so peaceful and you're trying to understand what you're trying to figure out are they numb are they there are they alive are they are they where are they but when you have peace and when you have embraced contentment no matter the circumstances you look different I always use the analogy when I when I'm trying to describe what it means to be like, you know, busy as a bee, but you can't really tell is when you think about a duck. And a duck is just you you see it above water, right? And it is gliding. It is moving through that body of water with ease. But if you could flip over and look underneath the water, you will see those little feet going absolutely crazy trying to get through that water. But what you see is grace. And what's funny about that is, is that's how I feel about when things are all crazy. Like it could just all of that, whatever. But God has a way of clouding you to where you're you're outward people will see you move around and not know what's going on because you have invited him in and you have accepted the peace that passes all understanding right so what's funny is no matter where you are no matter what's going on You got to remember that irregardless to whatever your circumstances are, whether in need or you have a lot, that you understand what true contentment is. And it's funny, and I say that a lot, is going back to the, the now what. The now what is not just a question. It's an action item, right? It is an action phrase. Now what? Because once you've been made aware of what you need to do, you got to do it, right? And you got to make sure that you never forget what got you here, what's going to keep you here, and what's going to keep you going. Because it's so easy to be so engulfed in the blessings. And you know what's so funny is, and we we fool ourselves too, we we fool ourselves into thinking that when we get something, That when we get this, when we get that, or if only, you know, this debt would be paid down, if only this something would be done. And one of the things that I am learning, so I'm not going to even, not going to even include you in here. You got to have this conversation with yourself. I'm going to talk about me, that 
If you don't have a firm foundation, or the foundation is in a is in a in a rocky place, when those things do come, you won't even know what to do with them. You won't even know how to act. You won't even know how to how to how to ask God to help you sustain them. And that is such a real deal because nothing is perfect. He is perfection. His son is perfection. But the 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 circumstances surrounding these blessings, they're not perfect. So pray for a husband because that's near and dear to my heart right now, right? And I have one, but that doesn't mean that everything, there won't ever be any type of of challenges, right? Because you are blending two whole people, right? Two whole people who have lived their own lives, lived their own way, and and you're and you are now coming together to be as one. Yep, that's a thing, right? And without having some sort of understanding, and here I'm about to go off a little bit on a, on a tangent. Without some sort of understanding of of that and how Christ has to play a part in that, it can be utter chaos. I think about when I was married before, and it ain't about my ex-husband. This is about Tamia. Foundation, uh, it was it was it was something, right? And I hate to say it, but like I look back on that and was like, I was a lunatic. Like I just wasn't, I wasn't as thoughtful as I needed to be. I wasn't as respectful. I my feelings were hurt so easy. Like I did not know how to pray to God and ask God to like, okay, temper me, fix this, come into that. But going through what I went through, which is why you either let the experiences train you up, get you right, or let them tear you down and make you bitter, it gave me a whole different appreciation of what God can do to the person first and then what he can do to the situation. And I had to go through a transformation for sure to be able to even acknowledge that nothing is perfect. You, God is perfect. His will is perfect. His way is perfect. But us flawed people, us flawed people are not. And without him, we, even in the most ideal situation, you couldn't, you couldn't master it without him because human nature, human way, he, he knows his children will come in and get all out of, con, out of control. A simple disagreement could send everybody doing something regrettable like it's just that easy without him, right? He has to be a part. So when you think about knowing that, understanding that, the now what is, okay, God, I know that when it gets hot, I need you. I don't need a friend to talk it talk it through. I don't need a self-help book. Not to say that those things are not good. Supplemental. They're not the main, but they're supplemental. But I need you. I need to be quiet, get on my knees, whether literally or figuratively, and say, God, I need you to like navigate this conversation with my spouse. I need you to help me understand, you know, how to be a better steward over these finances. Whatever the case is, the now what is, okay, 
I've been I've been privy to what this what this life looks like with you. So in all these moments when I'm when I'm walking around and I'm excited about what I have and things start to look a little funny, I have to remember that I need you and that doesn't mean that I won't have trials and tribulations. So I don't want to give anybody the false hope that you know walking with God means nothing ever happens. No. But it definitely assures me that he got me and I know how to deal with it when it comes. And that literally means pray about it, let it go, keep pushing. So now what? Right? And I hope that when you're listening to this and whatever it is that you are believing for, you're asking God for, that you keep a couple of things in mind. One, he hears you. You're always heard. His timing is perfect, and I know easier said than done, but when I say his timing is perfect, because he knows you, he knows me, he knows where we need to be to receive the things that he wants to give us, and until we're there, we just got to keep believing that it's going to happen, because we definitely do not want to get ahead of him, right? Timing's perfect. And the third thing is, never walk away from him. Even when it's all good, that bundle of joy you've been praying for and you have now and all those things that you never forget to invite him in consistently because that is how it's all sustained. That's it. I mean, that's... Simply put, and this is the space that I'm in now, like it's now, now what God, like I'm here, I have these things and I'm enjoying them, but I want, I want all of you. I want, I want the you that when, you know, I didn't understand, I immediately got quiet, got my Bible out, got my notebook out, and I have tons of them. It's a great reflection. But it's, 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 it, it can't be all, right? The reflection keeps the appetite wet, but it's not, it, it, it's not enough. It's what, it, what, what am I doing now to invite you into my situation and my circumstances? How am I continuing to walk the floors, these new floors, the, this different set of floors, and just thank you for always being present and available for me no matter what? I'm challenging myself. I hope that you can hear with all the love in your heart that whatever whatever new season you're in and transition looks different for everybody, that you're continuing to remember that God was there before. He wants to be here again. And the only, only thing that's in the way of the then and now is us, right? So, I hope that for whatever it's worth that you were encouraged, that you heard my heart, you heard the 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 honesty of receiving blessings, but those things aren't enough to sustain you. A true intimate relationship with Christ is the only sustaining things and don't let the world tell you that if you achieve a million likes 
or you get that job or you make this amount of money, it is temporary. It is temporary. Can't take it with you. And it does not give you peace. It probably adds more stress and problems to your to your life because the 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 bigger you are in the world and I'll just leave it at that. So I pray that you got something, even if just a little something that will help you reset, refocus if you need to and know that I am here praying for you. I'm on this journey with you in all transparency so we can never ever ever get away from our first love. Thanks, guys, for spending these few moments with me. Can I just say I've missed you so much? And I'm looking forward to having some more consistent drop-ins with you. But I hope that you were able to get something today that may help a little, may shed a little light on your situation. But until next time, have a great day on purpose.